David, and I'm the host of In the Growth Space, and I'm really glad to have you here with us today. You know, we're making our way into the new year, and again, I've got some great guests this year and, and great conversations. And you know, one of the things that I'm learning is to really just continually embrace change. I can safely say that as a younger version of myself, I did not like change, and I certainly didn't embrace it. But today I'm learning that it really can be incredibly exciting and I've come to know that everything in life is in a constant state of change. And the fact is, I can either embrace it or I can resist it. And one entails a fixed mindset and the other the growth mindset. And if you've been listening for any length of time at all, you know that I love a growth mindset. And today's guest definitely has a growth mindset and I can't wait to introduce you to him. So today, my guest is Pete Schramm. And Pete is a founder of a, of a software company, but he's really someone who's learned to get out of his comfort zone. And I really love what his LinkedIn profile says. I'm gonna read it to you because I think it's really cool. It says, farm to founder? Odd, I know. Also, I'm 6'8". Yes, I played basketball. Quick rundown on me and what I'm all about and what I'm up to. The farm made me who I am today. Sports strengthened teamwork skills. Played hoops with pros in Hong Kong. Steelers are my football team. Education taught me how to solve problems. The people I surround myself with opened my eyes to opportunities that I didn't know existed. Now, I'm sure that you can see why I want to have Pete on and have this conversation. He, he migrated to, to D.C. for college. Uh, he spent a, a decade in D.C. as his home base while he traveled around the world for, for work and school. And he's been to 30 countries so far. Uh, he started his career at Lockheed Martin. And he had an amazing opportunity there to keep his, keep keep our soldiers safe and, and and leading teams to to build complex technology. And now he has a technology called Latitude, and he he's launched that as a B two B enterprise SaaS company. And so we're going to have a great conversation with him today. And I'm I'm really excited to introduce you to Pete. So let's get into that conversation right now. Well, hey, Pete, welcome to In the Growth Space, man. So great to have you here on the podcast. David, I'm excited to be here and uh, let's talk about some growth. Yeah, right on, man, right on. So you've had an incredible growth journey and um, both literal and figurative too as well. So just for everybody, I know you can't tell this, you know, either if you're just listening to it via audio or if you're watching on YouTube, but Pete, you're 6'8", man, that's tall. <laughs> And I'm sure you get you, you get asked all the time, you know, uh, did you play basketball and 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 then like when did you start growing? <laughs> so uh, it's something I can't change, right? Yeah, man. And there, there are indeed a couple of questions that I'll get asked every day. Oh my gosh, how 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 tall are you? Uh, do you like being tall? Where do you buy your clothes? Did you play basketball? How tall are your parents? <laughs> and I'm so grateful to answer all of them. You know, I, I always say that, you know, being tall, it's 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 an amazing, you know, gift. Um, yeah. Except whenever you have to go buy clothes or get into cars and oh, go sure. ride on airplanes. So yeah. um, I was always I tall. Um, 
I, I think in sixth grade, uh, my friend Alexandria was the only person in our grade that was taller than me. Really? Uh, but other than that, I was usually top one, one or two in my class. And then, uh, you know, get to college and there, there are definitely taller people there. Uh, but one of the interesting things was from age eight to 15, my shoe size kept getting bigger. And I, you know, reflect and I'm like, my gosh, my parents are a couple of saints because each year my age would go up by one and my shoe size would go up by one. Oh and you gosh. think about that, if you had to change that, yeah. those pieces of your wardrobe every oh year, gosh. man, that'd be frustrating. But again, no, it's, I'm uh, very fortunate. God bless them, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, so I I wanted to have you on the podcast because number one, it you know you're an amazing guy and 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 a very interesting growth journey, and I I really loved it. And you know, one of the things I know that you've said, and I'd love to just kind of explore this a little bit, is that you know the it's the people that surrounded you that gave you kind of the most. I'm going to paraphrase here, but the most growth, and it gave you kind of a vision to a lot of opportunities. And so like, where did you come up with that awareness and, and, and talk a little bit about those people that are around you and how important they are? Well, I, I think somebody that walks this walk and talks this talk is Alex Persglove, and that's the one that uh, connected us. So shout yes, out to Alex yes. for, uh, yeah, right you know, uh, re revitalizing uh, that piece. But uh, it really starts off with my mom and dad. So I grew up on a farm, um, you know, Western Pennsylvania, you might've heard of Shram's farm, Ross Park Mall, uh, yeah. used to be uh, the family farm. And that's, that's what I grew up with, right? So, you know, my dad was always saying that, hey, whenever you're a farmer's market, you always had to be uh, nice to individuals, nice to people. And so I just started talking to different individuals <laughs> and being able to form a relationship with just about anybody and meeting them where they are. And then my mom would talk about, hey, you didn't know you have to be, uh, you know, kind of growing uh, professionally and always bettering yourself. So it's like, OK, so I need mm -hmm. to do this thing where I build relationships and I talk with people and then I need to be growing professionally and building and developing myself. So how can I do those two things together? Well, a lot of trial and error, you know, yeah, that's what right. I'll tell you. Uh, because you don't hit it off with every single individual and me being, you know, high energy, very outgoing, very extroverted larger than your typical, you know, individual, uh, it, it can be a lot uh, for mm -hmm. some people. So whenever I get into a new situation, uh, new role at work, I always try and talk to as many folks on the team uh, that I can, right? And I just ask them, hey, you know, Dave, how'd you get to where you are today? Um, you know, what would you have done differently? Um, any mm -hmm. tips that you'd give me? you know, as a new person in, in, in this uh, situation. And that was the starting point. Uh, and then you figure out, hey, do I want to go back to, uh, you know, this individual, you know, more times, uh, you know, yes or no, right? Because it's, you don't hit it off with everybody, but sure. there's a lot of uh, outreach, a lot of time spent building relationships. Mm -hmm. And I, I truthfully wouldn't be where I am today without the amazing people that helped guide me and kind of prod me in the right direction and away from the wrong direction. Yeah, gosh, I love that. And and what a what a cool thing to have your parents give you the gift of of growth in the sense of, you know, hey, you know, talk to people, um, get around people and 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 learn from people. And I, I love that about you because there's a curiosity about you that I've noticed that I think is really I think it's really important for all leaders to be able to be very curious about 
everything and the people that are in front of them, the, the, you know, the, just everything. <laughs> and, and, and I love that. So I, I'm curious about your curiosity. Where did you, where did you get that? And maybe where do you think that started? Did it start on the farm? Yeah. I mean, let, let's be honest. A lot of everything started on the farm, but sure. then how did I take action on it over time? Yeah. And I think it's because I, I always strive to be the best and, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room or the most knowledgeable person in the room, then I don't know if you're growing. Right. So I always try and do two things, challenge and opportunity. Um, and I did this whenever I changed high schools, whenever I you know, quit college sports, whenever I you know, left a big company, whenever I left the corporate world. Right. Mm-hmm. Challenge myself to go out of my comfort zone and dig into new opportunities so I can better the lives of others and continue to grow myself. So um, those are the the pieces. And the more people you meet, the more stories, you know, you, you hear just just like us. I mean, we had a yeah. conversation. It's like, oh, my gosh, there's so many other, you know, uh, circles that are they're coming together. You should talk to so and so you should talk to so and so. And it's just like, wow, this is, this is my my people. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, even our, our previous conversation, I was like, hey, what about this? What about this? What about this? You're like, oh, I'm so glad you asked about that. Right. Yeah. And it's just, you know, good people helping good people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's what, what it's all about. Right. That's truly our purpose here. So my curiosity is yeah. about uh, pushing uh, out of my comfort zone consistently yeah. uh, to find more of those opportunities to grow and, and help others. He, I, I love that so much. You know, so often um, I, I work with with a lot of emerging leaders, and we talk a lot about getting outside of our comfort zone, and 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 that that process. I mean, by by definition, it's not comfortable. It's it's not easy, and mm-hmm. it it feels really like not so great sometimes. And so I'm kind of interested in hearing, you know, how did you get over that discomfort or how did you press into that discomfort of being outside of that comfort zone? Uh, It's discomfort and it's time consuming, right? Meeting with new people and going to networking events, doing stuff. Yeah, it's not easy to do, um, Mm -hmm. but it also takes a lot of time. And if you have, you know, leadership that's not really, um, in a growth mindset, right? And mm-hmm. supportive of you doing these kinds of things, they might look at it in a negative way. So I think you need to have that, you know, perfect recipe of you are an outgoing individual. You do have mm-hmm. the ability to put in the time uh, and, and it's a bit of a grind, right? You know, continuing to develop relationships, uh, but also the support from your superiors is is very, very important. And I've had, you know, both sides of that, right? Where leadership's like, oh my gosh, he's just talking to everybody what the heck's wrong with him. Uh, just get some more work done, buddy. And it's like, hey, I, I, got, I got my stuff done. I'm trying to, you know, do some of those stretch assignments you suggested I do. And then also have people where it's like, oh my gosh, you know, Pete knows everybody. Like we're, we're, we're headed for success no matter what. Um, so there was definitely a point that, you know, Hey, going into a room and, you know, kicking off a networking event, it's kind of like, all right, I don't know anybody here. (laughs) So what do I do? Um, and I think you can go to the the bar and grab, grab a drink, whether it's alcoholic or non-alcoholic. And usually you find people in line right there. And that's a, a fine place to start. And then I'm a tall person. So I also look for another really tall person in the room. And then also, if you see a couple of folks at a table and there's some more d'oeuvres or something, just grab a little plate of food and, and walk over and just say like, hey, how's how's everybody doing, right? Mm. They're all there for the same purpose. And if yeah. they're not nice to you and say, oh, get away, 
they'd be really struck out. But I haven't <laughs> found one of those before. So could yeah. it happen? I, I guess it could. But uh, it, it just is, is a positive mindset and the can do uh, mm. attitude. Yeah, gosh, I, I love that, Pete. You know, I, I wanted to kind of take our, our listeners back a little bit in time because I know that um, y- you started out as an engineer. And and I mean, as I talk with you, I, I can't even imagine you as an engineer because it's like it breaks, you, you break all of the stereotypical molds, man. And uh, so talk, what, what drew you to mechanical engineering and, and, and that field? Uh, because I mean, you know, you, you had a, you had an amazing career to start with and you, you were with, you know, what Lockheed Martin, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So you, yes. you know, you started out with a big company. Yeah. Um, so why did I go into mechanical engineering? Uh, because I didn't know what I wanted to do when I grew up. <laughs> and uh, I could get any kind of job with that. So yeah. the, the people yeah. that were guiding me um, throughout kind of high school and college, I'll never forget a couple of my cousins said, mm. stick with some kind of engineering, right? A couple of other people said, get some kind of an engineering degree and don't stop it, right? Because <laughs> nobody will ever be able to take that technical degree away from you. And you think about, okay, from a from an ME base, you can go into med school, you can go into law school, you can go into... Uh, you know, ju- just about anything. I went into, you know, manufacturing, defense, contracting, production operations, right? And then entrepreneurship afterwards. The power of engineering is that it teaches you a way to think, yeah. right? And how to go through solving problems. Mm. And I'm not going to lie to you, that was hard as could be. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like it was, and then I was playing two sports. I had a job, an internship, and I was involved in just about every club you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like, uh, I was a, a slouch while I was uh, on, on campus down in D.C., um, but I studied mechanical engineering so that I could, uh, you know, have as many opportunities as possible later in life. And then I did it again for master's degree. And interesting story, I have had a grand total of zero mechanical engineering jobs in my life. <laughs> Oh man, I love that. So for all of the uh, listeners who are still in college, uh, <laughs> no, no discouragement there, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, well, go, get through it, right? Yeah, you know, for sure. I did my master's yeah. degree while I was full-time, while I was working full-time. And yeah. it's one of those things that like, you know, That's once awesome. you have those degrees, nobody's ever going to get it, be able to take it away from you. Do you yeah. always need a degree? It's kind of like, yeah. it doesn't always, you know, apply for every role. But Mm -hmm. there's a lot of opportunities where if you have, you know, bachelor's degree and an advanced degree, it does help put you in other rooms and other Mm -hmm. conversations. And it does help springboard you a little bit past uh, certain people on proposals, you know, Mm -hmm. in interviews. And so what I said is, hey, I'm going to do everything that I can to set myself up for success because uh, there's there's not a whole lot of. uh, you know, farm farm boys in the, uh, in the, the, the the top of the food chain in the working world. So uh, we just, we got a little bit of catch up to do, right? We didn't have, uh, you know, big uh, executives coming over for dinner in this amazing network. And, you know, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, let's, we'll, we'll just go build it ourselves. We'll make that happen. Uh, I love that. I love that. Well, so you, 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 you made a leap from, you know, the, the engineering world and, and, and you came into the entrepreneurial world and you, you started a company not long ago. 
And I'd love to kind of hear like the evolution of that. And like, how did that happen? You know, you, you, you talk about, you know, just a, 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 a love for, for people and, and, and purpose and passion. And, and so I'm just kind of curious then, you know, what, what drew you to this space? So it's a uh, intersection of what do I love? What am I good at? And where's there a need, uh, mm. you know, in the, in the industry? And John Putzier talks about this in his book. He might be another good uh, guest to bring on, lo local rock star. And so I found that while I was at Lockheed Martin, I was trying to find these mentor people that are important for our professional success and development. I'm like, okay, but there wasn't really a process of where to find them or how to find them or what to discuss. So that's why I sort of stumbled along on this. And I've, you know, talked to people at other, you know, large, medium, small organizations, and it was a real frustration. And my friends around the globe, they had the same issue. So I'm like, okay, it's not just in Butler, Pennsylvania. It's not just in Pennsylvania, Washington, D.C., East Coast, United States, this hemisphere. It's a, a, a global issue and a global yeah. concern. So we found out there's a problem, right? And then I'm like, okay, I have a stack of notebooks over here. We'll have to show them to you one day of literally every conversation since I graduated college. And it's all those different people of, hey, uh, you know, can you help me uh, practice for an interview? Can you connect me to this kind of person? What's it like uh, to be a, an engineer and to be working in this kind of a capacity? How'd you get to it, right? Those different things. So um, now we figure out, okay, there's there's a need, there's a problem. Uh, I'm able to, to solve this problem. But the issue was that I didn't have enough time and I didn't know all the answers. So I'm like, okay, we got to keep doing uh, this this right thing of bettering the, bettering the lives of others. And so Latitude, the map to professional growth, was spawned from, you know, the the my inability to help everybody. So it's mm -hmm. okay if we have some technology, then we can connect people more easily inside of organizations. And the journey's, you know, gone a, lo a lot of different ways. But at the end of the day, it's a tool where you say, hey, people inside my company, Let's get you onto this software platform so you can connect, build relationships, and ultimately save a lot of time so that you mm. can stay here more because you feel that sense of belonging. Mm. And whenever you boil yeah. it down, that's what it's all about. And no business leader is going to go against that kind of a concept. And now that we're in the age of employee choice, we're finding that, hey, we do have to invest in our people because if we don't and we don't show them that we care, then they're going to leave. And they'll they'll speak with their feet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and 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 there's I, I think that uh, there's a lot of companies that are recognizing that that's that's a huge cost. I mean, it's a huge expense to hire somebody and then to allow them to leave or to not invest in them, and they they take their talents elsewhere. And, and I think that that's a real shame. And it's, I, I also believe too, that there are a lot of senior leaders um, who are recognizing and waking up to the, the fact that we're not in, we're not in the industrial era anymore. And, and we're not in the, the era of, Hey, you know, you get to work for me. And, and that's not the case at all. You know, employees, people get to, choose where they go to work and where they invest their time and their and their talent and i think that's really important for for business owners and business leaders to understand and and that requires a change that requires a change in mindset because that's not the way it's always been 
And I think that's really important for, for business leaders to understand. Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. And not everybody's going to be there on day right. one, right? Sure. And not everybody's going to be there tomorrow or, or even next month. And so how can we continue, excuse me, to, to share, Hey, mm -hmm. what this is, this is what could happen. Right. right. These are the results that could could. And you're working with emerging leaders and, yeah. you know, people at the top of the food chain. Often you see it. Right. And it's meeting folks where they are. Sometimes you, right. you work and you give an, an assessment, which we're like, OK, I guess if people need this, we'll build that. Right. And sometimes you need to do some trainings and workshops. Right. And say, well, let, let's focus in on the why. I'm a big fan mm -hmm. of Simon Sinek. Right. Start yeah, with why. Too. And then once you have the right people headed in the right direction on the right ship at the right time. And I say, okay, let's let's explore some of this technology. So it's really been a journey of listening mm. to the customer and listening to you know who uh, you know. Well, I guess listening to what they need and then understanding a big part of the entrepreneurial path is it's not a great fit for everybody, yeah. and it's not always the right time. Right. And so a piece of that is saying, okay, you know, I I, I got you there, um, and a piece of that is understanding more in the sales process, right? I, mm. I started learning about Sandler sales and it's all just about relationships. Mm. And I'm like, oh, there's, this isn't rocket size. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love it. So just adding a little bit of structure around some of those pieces. Um, so shout out to Dan for his support and guidance there. Um, but it's uh, it's growth in so many areas. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So talk a little bit about your, your technology, because I think it's a really cool um, you know, th thing that is creating belonging within organizations. And I'd love for, for people to understand what, what it is, how it works and, and really what the benefit is uh, for, for people, because I know we've got a lot of business owners and business leaders that are listening today. Yeah. So let, let's uh, do this in a two-part response, right? Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll imagine it as a little bit of this, a little bit of that of different tools that you use today. And then we'll go through an example of, you know, how somebody uh, would use this and the benefit from it. So let's think of the best aspects of LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. uh, where you have the what people want to talk about. And then you have Calendly, which is when they're available. And then you have uh, Zoom, which is for a video call. And then you have your notebook or you have maybe a, a, a software that keeps track of your notes. And then you have maybe... Um, uh, a survey monkey or, you know, an email to send reports. So there's five or six different tools, maybe seven or eight, depending on the organization. And Latitude does all of that in one step. And so it does reduce the number of tools needed in the connection process. Are we going to get rid of a Zoom or an email or a, or a Skype or, you know, a, a, a something like that? No, we're not going to get rid of those tools. But whenever it comes to connection and professional development, we reduce the number of tools in that process, right? What do you want to talk about when you're available? Get matched and have the conversation, track your notes, and all of that is reported. So, you know, whenever we think about business leaders, they care about, are you going to save me time? Or are you going to save me money? And the answer is yeah. both, right? Yeah. And so let's think about, you know, the use case here. Um, so let's think, uh, we have a lot of people that are coming in and out of the workforce, um, and there's a big experience gap. So we'll focus mm -hmm. in on the Gen Zs and millennials. What do they really care about now, David? And it's it's a lot about people and connection. It used mm -hmm. to be people and places, right? Yeah. So the 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 ping pong table, the foosball table, the you know beer fridge in the office, 
well, hey, newsflash, we're not all in the office anymore. So how do we invest in them in other ways and say, hey, Mm -hmm. I I do care about you, like you mentioned earlier. So a new person comes into our organization, we sign them up on the Latitude software, and they're now able to say, hey, I'm going to talk to this, these five people in my first week. We're not Mm -hmm. all in the same office at the same time. Heck, we might not even be in the same time zone. But having that structure and guidance from the start is Mm -hmm. huge so that we're doing what you said as well, right? Building that belonging. Belonging. There's none of this alone together and just kind of out on on an island. Okay, so that's Mm -hmm. cool. Then they're they're, they're onboarded, right? We like Mm -hmm. to think, I think we we talked about this last time of an immersion or an integration or an assimilation, not just an onboarding, not just an orientation, not my words, right? Learning that from David. So thanks again for, (laughs) for that. I think I might have mentioned that on my my LinkedIn post last night in advance of our call today. Um, But how do we structure that process over time? So now that they're on the team, okay, who are these folks going to talk with over time, right? Probably your manager, right? We recommend, you know, weekly, at least bi-weekly touch points. It can be Mm -hmm. less than 30 minutes, right? Uh, What should I start doing, stop doing, shift doing, continue doing? Right. Love, Start, stop, yeah. continue, shift. Just love that for and setting those expectations and reviewing mm. your goals. Hey, this is what we set out to do this year. And here's how we said we were going to do it. We still on track. OK, mm-hmm. cool. So mm-hmm. the accountability around those manager one on ones, your Good mentors. Answer. Right. Make sure that you're talking to your mentor because we've seen the research that says people with a mentor get promoted. I don't know. It's five times as much. And they're, you know, three to six times is more productive, which leads to more profitability. So yeah. it's like, hey there, Mr. and Mrs. CEO, we're just trying to save you money and help you uh, make make more, save you money and save you time, right? Mm-hmm. By taking care of your people. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the kind of summaries. Um, as yeah. we were going through the software, is there anything else that you'd kind of highlight, David? There's always, you know, uh, interesting takes, uh, but you've, you've, you've seen it and d- dug around a little bit. Well, I, I think the one thing that struck me is especially, and, and you kind of touched on this in the, the the day and age that we're in, where we've got a lot of people in remote places, you know, we're not all in the same office. We're not in the, all in the same building. I think the beauty of what I saw in the technology was that it was able to bring connection to people that you know, I, I could be here in Pittsburgh and, you know, somebody else could be in Hong Kong. Um, somebody else could be in, you know, in India. Uh, some guy could be in, 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 you know, San Francisco. And, and while I'm not in the same building, I can still learn from them and get connected to them and feel like I'm, I'm learning from them. I'm, you know, hearing what they're up to and, and just having a connection for, with people in a, in a lot of different places. I thought that that was really a, a great, great tool. I really see it as a great tool in the era that we're in. And I think that there, there need to be more leaders embracing the idea of the fact that we can connect even when we're not in the same building. I mean, it's amazing. I, you know, we, you and I were talking um, in a previous conversation about how we, we can connect on, uh, on, on zoom or, or, or on any, you know, video conferencing, and, and really feel like we get to know people, especially if we're asking the right questions. And then also when we get in the room together, we just had our summit, our annual inner circle summit. 
And it's like, I knew these people, you know, from years ago. And um, so I, I think the tool that you um, have created is, is bringing the capability of bringing people together, creating those connections when we're not in the same building. And I think that was my biggest takeaway, I think, and being very intentional with it as well. Yeah, adding a little bit of process, a little bit of structure. Uh, we think about, you know, agile processes when it comes to software development, yeah. and project management. What about agile processes when it comes to people engagement and connection, professional development and mentorship, right? right. And let, let's, don't don't get me wrong. I'm as in-person as it gets, right? If yeah. I give you a handshake, give you a hug, I'm, yeah. I'm always, you know, going to try and do that. Um, yeah. And an interesting, you know, small aside, uh, one of my best friends is going into uh, psychiatry, right? And he said, I think I'm going to become a, a teledoctor. And I was like, oh, man, you know, <laughs> what, what about missing out on being with the people? And he said, Pete, think about this. Think about how many, you know, multiplier, right? How many tens of more lives or hundreds of more lives, you know, we can touch and we can work mm -hmm. with, with the power of technology. And, you know, do we lose a little bit without being there in person? Yeah. But think about how much more we can do. So mm -hmm. thinking, you know, I'm not going to say it's like an 80, 20 role because I, I don't think it equates just to that, but that's similar concept, yeah. right? Yeah. That we can build these relationships and we can plan out, right? Hey, mm -hmm. you know, this, this is great. You know, talk to you next month, month after, but I'd really like to make sure that we get some coffee soon. Are you mm -hmm. going to be at this conference where we can meet up in person there? Mm -hmm. We have our annual offsite or hopefully it's more than annual offsite, right? Yeah. Um, at such and such. So I'll you know, look forward to giving you a high five or a fist bump you know, at, at that time. So, you know, I don't think a hundred percent always forever remote is the, the right option, but there is an opportunity to do some while not always together. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. So true. And I think there, I mean, a, a, as you said, I mean, there's definitely value in coming together uh, and being in person. And I, I think that the, the tools that we have available to us today can foster those in-person um, connections and really help us as we get together in person. And, you know, it's almost like we can kind of pick up our conversation from, you know, where we've had it, you know, uh, I love that. So, so Pete, what are you working on right now? What's your biggest challenge? What are you working towards, you know, with latitude personally, professionally, whatever? Yeah, it's, um, kind of interesting. We talk about a lot of mental health and, you know, investing mm -hmm. in our people and it's keeping the, the, the stress levels down, right? There's so many uh, moving pieces. Our team is up to about 10 now. We just hired our first full-time employee. I don't even think wow. I told you that. No, uh, and I, I call him a team member or partner, right? It's not like, yeah. hey, you work for me. You work with yeah. me, right? Yeah, <laughs> we work right. together. Um, so I'm excited that Angelo's here now. Um, but that's that's been the, the big piece. So it's just a lot of moving pieces and uh, the the prioritization, right? So my, mm -hmm. my three words for this year are are growth, which I thought you'd like, yeah. uh, prioritization and accountability. Mm. And so that's that's the focus. Growth as an individual in mind, body, and spirit, right? My faith mm -hmm. is important to me. Uh, I got a couple of pounds to lose, so that's important <laughs> physically. Uh, and then always continuing to uh, in, invest in my, myself, you know, academically and uh, you know, thinking about how I grow mentally. Um, and, and then on the accountability side is, hey, I said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to do it right. And in, in a timely manner. 
uh, internally and externally. And that comes down to, you know, when we talk with our investors and our advisors as well for the company, um, you know, you have that sense of accountability. And I'm not saying that we were bad at it before, but I want to get better, right? I want to get better at that. And then um, the the prioritization, right, is what's important now, that winning, uh, you know, mindset, um, because it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to do some of this, 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 this. And with all those, you know, digital distractions uh, out there, um, it's possible uh, to get nothing done, <laughs> right? Yes, right. And exactly. If, if everything's on fire, then then nothing uh, gets gets put out. So mm-hmm. um, again, all, all these things that we've been working on, and you know, whether you're an entrepreneur or a business professional, or even just a, a parent, right? Yeah, <laughs> you right. have you know all all these same things to to look at. But mm-hmm. how do, how do we really focus in and be intentional? Um, and set realistic goals, right? You know, I said, hey, I'm going to lose 35 pounds in the month of January. Well, newsflash, David, I don't think I'm going to hit that goal entirely, right? <laughs> right. Um, you know, we made it made a dent in it, but um, you know, it's just saying, okay, Pete, like let's 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 reel it back and smart, right? I'll think of our smart goals um, that we can do. So um, the, mm-hmm. the the challenges are just you know keeping a bunch of plate plates in the air um, mm-hmm. and the things that I'm working on, you know, building the company. That's you know priority A. Um, you know, collaborating with some other organizations, some exciting news coming out soon. And then, um, you know, working on a, a book. So I'll share more with uh, you about that at a, at a future it. date. But it's a way to, again, my purpose is to better the lives of others, ignite, you know, that potential and inspire opportunity with people. And, you know, I can't reach everybody, you know, with a one-on-one conversation like this or at a networking event in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. DC or, or Vegas. But if we're able to capture some of these lessons learned and insights and experiences hmm. and add value to people, then they yeah. can read the book at any point in time. So mm-hmm. it's uh, not a, a revenue generating machine by any means, but a, a purpose driven mission. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of what my whole MO is, right. You don't, <laughs> yeah, <I love laughs> the, statistically speaking, you shouldn't leave your six figure salary and go take a negative salary for a couple of years. Right. But uh, <laughs> any financial advisor would say, huh, this does not make sense. This is yeah, right. you're going to lose. Right. So yeah. uh, let's well, define such odds the, as we go together. Such is the entrepreneurial journey. I know. I mean, you know, some things just don't make sense and, and that's why it's not for everybody. You know, it's, it's definitely not, uh, it, it's a, it's a tough road. I mean, I think there's a lot of, we were talking before we went on air here today, you know, it's, it's a tough road and it's, there's a lot of challenges and a lot of things that we have to kind of press into that, uh, you know, wear a lot of hats and, you know, some people just don't want to do that and that's okay. That's okay. But I, I was going to come back to your book for a second, because I definitely want to have you back on uh, to talk about the book. And so we'll, we'll just kind of tease people right now that, that you're going to be coming back on uh, at a later time this year uh, to talk about your book, because I, I'm excited to, uh, to, to read it and to also uh, share with the, the audience uh, the, the things that you've got going in the book. Well, I appreciate that, David. And let's have some fun with it, right? So the All book right. is about 75% written. And uh, it's going to be, it's a working title, right? Involving people. Yeah. Um, and we have about 20 chapters in there. And imagine you're an individual contributor or a leader in an organization inside of HR, outside of HR, doesn't matter. And this is a book about how to attract, engage, and retain top talent. Love it. And there's tips and tricks in each chapter. We have some other resources that will al- align with this. So it's really, hey, I- I'm a, a, f- a first-time manager. 
Hey, I'm a first time CEO. Hey, I'm a first time professional, right? What do I really need to be thinking about, right? As is my organization doing this the right way? What else can I be doing as an organizational leader? And that's what we've dug in with. So I think we have over a hundred years of experience uh, with, between us as co-authors that are writing the book. So nice. curious, what other questions some of the listeners might have, you know, once once they get to this point. And, and we'd love to, you know, include you, right? There are contributing thought leaders in the book and there are, you know, other people that we're going to, you know, share. Um, so I'm a big fan of of us, right? And the the Latitude team has gone from, I and me to to we and us. And that's what we're trying to inspire with others and Mm -hmm. kind of walk in the walk and talk in the talk. So um, Mm -hmm. thinking about attract, engage, retain uh, top talent in the workforce and the tips and tricks and best practices and what to do and what to avoid. That's what we've dug into in the book and, you know, excited to dig in more detail next time we chat. I uh, love that, Pete. So um, in the meantime, where can people get in touch with you? Where can where can uh, they connect with you and uh, maybe even learn more about Latitude and, and the, the technology that you, you bring? Yeah, so I, I appreciate that. And, you know, num- number one is, uh, you know, we can connect on LinkedIn, right? That's an easy, yeah. you know, way. Um, you know, I've learned a lot about the platform over the last couple of months. Uh, shout out to Corey, one of my friends and, and our advisor um, for the, the digital growth over there. Mm, um, so so LinkedIn's number one, right? Go ahead. We'll put that. I don't know, David, if there'll be yeah. some show notes, but that'll Absolutely. be super well, simple. Um, yeah. And then on, on the website, right? www.golatitude.com, L-A-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com. And then, um, you know, I'd say I'm also very active, you know, in the, the greater Pittsburgh and DC uh, areas. So if you see me, uh, say hello. I just walk up and be like, hey, you're that tall guy I heard about him. You know, big, big feet. You're dude, like left your job and you're kind of farming someone. Is that, is that you? Yeah, that's that, that's me. That's so me. please come oh, over and that. say hello and, uh, you know, r- reach out. We're, we're in this together and um, let's mm. let's keep changing the world. Yeah, right on, Pete. Man, I, I think that's a, a great place to to end this conversation. And I really can't wait until we get to get back together again uh, for that next conversation about the book, because I know that's going to be really cool. And I know that there's going to be a lot of people that you know we've enticed with uh, just a little bit of the nuggets, the breadcrumbs uh, leading to it. So uh, excited to, to, to talk with you more about that. Is there anything else that we, we need to talk about today that maybe we forgot about or uh, that would just kind of wrap a bow on, on our conversation from your perspective? So it's, it's national mentoring month, right? We're recording this in January. Um, and so it's just a a piece of be intentional, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, with your, your, your mentors, right. And your mentees, it's not always just up, but it's up down side to side. You can have peer to peer mentors as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so just a reminder, um, to, if you haven't reached out to them for a while to, to go ahead and and, and do that. Right. Um, and and to to say thank you if you're you know sh- giving them a shout out on LinkedIn tag tag me on LinkedIn right be like hey it's happy National Mentoring Month you know this Pete Schramm guy said I should thank you and you know David McGlennon thank you so much for you know being my mentor being my mentee right um, but just take time to do that and it's something that you know we, we the attitude of gratitude doesn't have to stop whenever the month of January ends National sure. Mentoring Month but just you know kind of one one click a quick closing point there um, that we can all take action on immediately. Yeah. 
Gosh, that's so good, Pete. Thank you so much. I, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful uh, bow to this conversation, man. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, it's so great to, to have this conversation. Thanks for sharing your growth journey and uh, really appreciate it. And looking forward to uh, hearing where you are uh, later in this year as uh, as you continue to grow. Thank you. Let's do it. Well, that was such a great conversation. And and I have so many takeaways from this conversation. And quite frankly, can't wait to have uh, Pete back on uh, to talk about his, his new book that's coming out later this year. So the first thing that I think it's really uh, a key takeaway for me is that who you surround yourself with matters. And, and I think that I've talked about this all the time, and it's really the premise on which our inner circles are built. Surrounding yourself with people who challenge you to think beyond where you're at right now and, and have that growth mindset is so important. And having people to, to help you think beyond where you are is really important for your growth. And, and the other thing that I thought was really interesting about uh, what Pete shared today is just being curious. I don't know if you noticed, but he asked some really great questions just kind of in passing. And, and, and he even asked me a question um, that I thought was really insightful. But be willing to get outside of your comfort zone and just embrace that discomfort. I mean, we talk about that all the time here on this on this podcast. And I know with our emerging leaders, we talk a lot about getting outside of your comfort zone. But truly, that's where the growth happens. And it's not fun sometimes. And it's, not, it's obviously not comfortable. But uh, we have to be willing to get outside of our comfort zone and, and really do it on our own rather than being forced out of it. The other thing that I thought was um, really interesting, what he shared about his organization and about this, the, the software and the, the technology that he's built, and that is that you know, building engagement and belonging within an organization is really going to give it a competitive advantage, but it takes intentionality. And quite frankly, it takes a growth mindset. And if, if you're a leader who thinks that, um, you know, we, we have to go back to the way we did things and, and, and have that thinking of, you know, hey, that's the old way we all, the way we've always done it. That's the way we've always done it. We have to stay away from that mentality. I mean, it's, it's, it's no surprise that we're not in uh, the industrial era anymore. We're not even in the, the pre-COVID era anymore. I mean, we have people working remotely from all around the world and it's it, we have technology to be able to get us connected even if we're not in the same room. And so I think that's what's really important about uh, Pete's technology. The other thing I think was really something that I took away and, and, and that is just, you know, take, take steps, keep advancing. Um, goals are not accomplished in a day or a week or a month, but we have to just keep advancing in the direction of our dream, as Thoreau would say. But stay in that gain by measuring how far you've come. Look backwards, measure the gain, as Dan Sullivan would say, and, and, and just continue to keep advancing. 
So thanks for joining me here on this podcast episode. Please do me a favor, share this episode with someone that uh, you feel would really benefit from this conversation. And, and also, I'd love to hear from you as well. Uh, just shoot me a note at david at davidmcglennon.com. Let me know what you liked about the conversation, what you took away. And if you have some suggestions for other guests, man, I would, I would love to hear from you. Do me one final favor, if you would, Give me a, a five-star rating and, and give me some kind of a review on, uh, on, on your podcast app. It really helps me uh, to reach more people with this story of growth and being able to help others to grow in their organizations, their companies, their teams, and in their personal lives. So thanks for listening once again. Until next time, stay in that growth space and be well. Thank you.